Welcome to the first of nine devotionals concerning Passover or Pascha, as you've just seen in the intro clip there. That word, by the way, is a blend of Greek and Hebrew, so I thought that's a pretty good combination since Scripture has both of those language, languages predominant in them, and that it literally means to jump over or pass over. And so it was the word used for that time of the year in the spiritual, religious, Jewish, or Christian calendar. And so today, we're going to start that journey and have a conversation about Passover from uh, the perspective of preparing our hearts. And that's what Lent, this time of the year, um, involves. Some people, uh, Christians, even fast, give up certain things. I'm sure you've heard the term, giving up something for Lent, right? Um, and this time of the year is devoted towards sort of getting the most out of, perhaps the most significant of all the spiritual uh, moments on the calendar, even more so than, I think, Christmas, because Christmas is already so commercialized. But this one, this uh, um, celebration is really ours, Passover. And so... Uh, I have sourced a free share document, a PDF document from a university, university that allows you to edit it as long as you give them credit. And we've posted it onto our website and you can download it. And it's got great perspectives from different lecturers and professors who are born again on how Christ has impacted and changed the world and how to prepare our hearts towards that. Today, I want to take you to page 58 and 59. It is the devotional that was prepared for Sunday, yesterday, and today. And there is one for every day, so it's an 88-page document with a couple of extra reading bits in it, and so I encourage you to have a look. Our first scripture for today is from Isaiah 43. It says this, verse 18, Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? There's something really powerful about that passage of Scripture in the context of Passover in that God was indeed to do an incredibly new thing through Jesus Christ. He reset humanity. He redefined our relationship with him. He reclassified who the people of God were because before that, the people of God were a specific cultural group and now they're a called out group. It changed everything in so many ways. And Passover should remind us that God has that power in our lives to reset things, to realign things, to reclassify things, and to set us on the right path. And so my encouragement to you today as we set our hearts on this Passover journey over the next nine days, taking, it, taking us into Easter weekend or Passover weekend is this, that no matter what's happened in the past, good or bad, that we should be wise about what we carry into our future. That Passover is a really powerful time to set things down or set things right. I'm so grateful to the Lord that there is a divine moment. It's not January 1st. That's just a worldly sort of uh, time for New Year's resolutions. It's the cross. The cross is the hinge that separates yesterday from tomorrow. And our devotion today is really an encouragement to remind us that God does new things and that we should embrace those new things with the memory of gratitude from the past and even the pain from the past left at the cross and then a reaching towards what God has in mind in the future. Passover, Christ's death, burial, and resurrection is the putting to the grave the past and waking up to a new dawn of fresh hope. I really love that about what this looks like, what Passover looks like for us. It's the reset button. And perhaps in our own hearts, we need to reset a couple of things. We need to reset 
our lives on some level. Do you know, during the Jewish festivals or the early Christian church celebrations of these times of the year, lives would get very busy. People couldn't always get to the temple, couldn't always gather. They didn't always live nearby. Most were farmers, lived far away. But once a year, a couple of times a year, they said, we'll reset and we will, and we will bring our hearts before the Lord and we will have a, a day of closure and a day of fresh beginnings. And I think that's incredibly powerful. Hey, good morning, blessing. I'll see you there in Cape Town. And then uh, the, the next page on the devotional, which is page 59 and is uh, written for today, uh, is uh, a, a scripture in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 24 and 25. It says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together in whatever form, even online right now, there's 140 of us meeting. Uh, and those of you who will watch later in life, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10, 25. So the second thing about Passover is there's not only a great reset, but it's a community thing. It was shared together, a meal shared in community. And every now and then, we need that, don't we? We, we lose encouragement when we're uh, 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 fighting on our own, fighting our battles in, in privacy or uh, in, in our head and heart and don't know how to communicate that outward. And sometimes just being in the company of others who have this fundamental common belief, Jesus is Lord, just eases the soul and it creates community and getting together around a meal and giving thanks to God was the Jewish way. It was the early church way. And it should be our way too. And, you know, maybe uh, this year uh, in all your holiday plans, why don't you plan a get together on Good Friday or on Resurrection Sunday somewhere, a brunch or a lunch or an early dinner or a good old South African braai, if you're uh, familiar with the terms of barbecue. Uh, and, and do the celebration in community. It's a reminder to us that we should spur one another on, encourage one another. You know, we should be careful because even church has become so organized that it could very easily become another event on your calendar, whereas it, it should really be a, a lingering uh, community in, and meal and conversation, and connection. And some of that is lost when you're trying to fit things into a calendar, right? And so Passover is a reminder to set aside some of the calendar stuff and just connect around community, conversation, communion. That's why it's called communion. You know, the, the, the uh, sharing of the, the, the bread and the wine. It's communion. It's to be done communally. We're supposed to break a little piece and share it with someone else, someone we love, someone we're reconciling with, someone we're responsible for, like a spouse or children. And so I, I want to remind you as we set ourselves on this deliberate journey called Pascha, nine days, nine devotionals, Monday to Friday this week and Monday to Thursday next week with Friday being, uh, um, uh, being Good Friday and we'll be in church and broadcasting online um, everywhere. I, I want to encourage you to remember it's a reset Something's going to be left in the past and something exciting is going to be reached for into the future. Forget the former things. They're gone. But trust the Lord for a new thing. And then the second idea is there's community. That it is, it is more than just an event. It is sharing a meal. It is connecting around a value system. It is spurring one another on, encouraging one another because everybody needs a little bit of it 
all the time. And this was the time of the year to encourage one another. So not only maybe get together around a meal, and if you're somewhere in the world where you can't get to a father's house or a church you trust, then email us and we'll send you a communion box and we'll do communion together with a card and uh, communion uh, elements and all of that. And we'll do it together. And I want to encourage you to step out in faith and consider doing something like that. And to remind us that God has called us into a family of believers. And every now and then, you've got to connect with family and you've got to connect with faith and you've got to connect with God's future for you and me. So I trust that that sets you on the right path. You're able to download this entire PDF. It's written by many people, not me, but I wanted to give you perspectives from people in, in, in all kinds of fields and how the gospel has impacted them, because you may be in one of those fields yourself. So let's take a moment and pray, shall we? And uh, set our journey on these next nine days. Father, thank you so much for Pascha. Thank you for the Passover, for for the gathering of the saints, uh, for, for fellowship, for community and and for a shared meal. Thank you, Lord, that you're doing a new thing, that you did a mighty new thing in Jesus that set a new date in history and sets a new date in our lives, a new birth date. And Lord, as we take on this journey, would you please guide us and lead us by the power of your Holy Spirit so that we again can have a fresh revelation of what Christ, dead, buried, and resurrected looks like. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.